This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! Insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. If you don't already subscribe to the show, what are you doing? You're killing us, man. Please do so. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the support from Raider Nation. Wherever you get your podcast or your auto, you can find us. Just look for Silver and Black today. Turn on your auto downloads. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscriptions button and the notification bells. Mo Moten, Scockle Branson back with you. And of course, Mo, one of the things dominating the conversation in Raider Nation right now through minicamp is the fact that number eight, yes, he's no longer number 28, number eight, is no long is not in camp. He has not signed his um, his tender, his contract, his franchise tag contract, which will be ten point five million dollars or somewhere around there. So he's not there. It's unsigned. Um, they have until July seventeenth if they want to work a new deal with Josh Jacobs, which apparently they were talking about, but we have not heard much about if they are or not. Uh, and if they don't do it by then, then he has to sign that contract to play. Or if he didn't, there's ramifications like penalties and whatnot. Let's clear this up for folks, Mo. I am not concerned about it right now. And to your point about Jimmy Garoppolo in the first segment, I'm not concerned about Josh Jacobs until camp starts. But this contract situation, give people kind of the the layman's look at – a contract when you're playing on a franchise tag, what options players have and why he's not there and why it makes perfect sense. Well, first of all, I want to say Josh Jacobs hasn't had a track record of, you know, practicing with the Raiders during the offseason. I know mandatory meeting camp is a different story. Mandatory being the key operator word there. But <laughs> as you said, Josh, Josh Jacobs hasn't signed his franchise tender yet. So technically, the Raiders cannot find him for for not showing up because he's not under contract, so he can't show up anyway. Uh, as you said, it's not until that July seventeenth deadline period when you can uh, sign franchise tag players to multi year deals. That is the cutoff point, and if if a deal is not met at that on that date or by that date, then you have to start to worry because you have to wonder if Josh Jacobs looks at this roster and I've said this plenty of times and says. Yes, yeah. If you want me to be the main guy, the engine of this offense, you're going to have to pay me like one. And I think with Jimmy Garoppolo's foot injury, 
that could be going through Josh Jacobs' head. Now, the technicalities of it, as I said, if he holds out during training camp, then he's, you know, subject to fines or what have you. But I, in my opinion, I think it's going to come down to him having to play out the year on the franchise tag. Now, of course, there are also the, po- the possibility of a trade. Usually what happens with trades and franchise tag players is the player signs his franchise tag and then he's traded to a new team that will give him a new contract. This is what happened with Yannick Ngakwe when he went from, mm-hmm. I believe, Jacksonville to, I, I want to say it was Baltimore or Minnesota, one of the two, because he <laughs> Yannick yeah. Ngakwe had bounced around the league after Jacksonville. He went to Baltimore, Minnesota, and then he went to Baltimore, Minnesota. But between those two teams, they paid him a new contract after he signed his franchise tag because he was done with Jacksonville. It would be the right. same with Josh Jacobs. Again, if, he, if the Raiders were to trade him, it would probably be a team that is willing to pay him on a new multi-year deal. So not only do not only does Josh Jacobs need uh want a contract, but he's gonna if he's not gonna play for the Raiders, he's gonna have to garner interest from a team that's gonna want to pay him the money that he's looking for. And it's tough in this market because if we as we have explained before, running backs aren't getting paid this offseason. There's right. there's still talks that Dalvin Cook could be cut from the Minnesota Vikings, and he's a multi-time Pro Bowl. I know Pro yeah. Bowl is kind of a could, could be a relatively, you know, eh, <laughs> kind of kind of accolade. But we all know what Dalvin Cook can do on the field. So, if a player that if a player that caliber could be cut from the Minnesota Vikings, Josh Jacobs, him looking for a contract, he's stuck in a hard spot right now. And I think when it all comes, when the dust settles, I think he's going to have to wind up playing out the year on his franchise tag because if you remember the new CBA agreement. It's very hard for players to kind of hold out and, and not lose a lot financially. Now, right. last year, the new thing was holding in, reporting to camp, but not participating in all the activities to kind of protest your contract. I think that's a possibility of that could happen. But I think it boils down to Jimmy G. If Jimmy G looks like you know he's healthy and ready to go, mm-hmm. Josh may have to just swallow his pride and, and, and get out there and, and join his team and play on a one-year tender. If Jimmy G is hampered at, at any level, any capacity at training camp, if I'm Josh Jacobs and his agent, I'm saying, look, your quarterback is already banged up. You're going to need me more than you thought you would. Right. Yeah, and it goes back to your original point. If, if he's got to be the engine of the offense, so to speak, uh, the, the, the big engine, then he's got to get paid. But you look at the situation, too, with the Raiders, because had the Raiders exercised his fifth-year option, they would be paying him $8 million this year. Instead, they're going to pay him ten and a half. So I know I had a question from somebody on Twitter the other day saying, well, the Raiders, um, they just wanted to save money. Well, they're not saving money, actually. They're paying more money for him. Uh, and I just don't sense, maybe I'm wrong, Mo. As much as I know fans love Josh Jacobs, I love watching the kid play. He's a good guy. Um, I just don't think the Raiders are going to be in a hurry uh, to want to give him a new deal. I, I don't, why would you? Now, if he goes out and, and and plays good and they can start negotiating in the first third of the season, if he goes out and plays, comes to camp, signs his tender, does his thing, uh, then they might be convinced to do it. But I just don't see any business um, advantage to doing that at this point. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, by the way, it was Minnesota who saved Yannick Ngakwe from Messi, the dumpster yes. fire that was Jacksonville, and then he went to Baltimore. <laughs> but onto your onto your topic here. Here's the thing. I, I wanted to make a comment about the, the gentleman who said, well, you know, the Raiders are paying him more. They tried to save money. Regardless of what the contract situation was, Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs was not going to play out the last year of his contract. Even if they, even right. if the Raiders had exercised the fifth year option in his contract, do you think Josh Jacobs, if he's not, if he's, if he's stalling to play for 10.1 million on a franchise tag, what makes you think he would have played for 8 million on his fifth year option? Yeah. Yep, so regardless exactly. of what the Raiders had done, they would have been in this situation where Josh Jacobs Correct. is looking for a new deal because he's coming off of being a rushing champion. Again, yeah. if he what if he's not willing to play for ten point one million, he's he was going to be willing to play for eight million on his fifth year option. Now again, as I said, this is going to come down to what Josh Jacobs wants. I'm I don't know. There have been any reports about what he's asking for as far as a ballpark figure, but I would say. I would try to reach out to him with 14 million and see what he says because I think 14 million is fair at this point, considering what the running backs have been paid this year. Mm-hmm. It's more than two times of what Miles Sanders signed for with the Carolina Panthers. And Miles Sanders is the top paid running back off the free agent market this yeah. offseason. So yeah. I think 14 million would be more than fair. It's a matter of what Josh Jacobs wants and how he values himself in this offense. Again, if he thinks he's going to have to run for 1,500 yards, He's gonna ask for fifteen million dollars a year. That's just I, that's just fair, and I understand that. Yeah, and 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 listen, players want longer contracts. I don't I don't think the Raiders give a running back longer than three years. Why would you? Now then, if you want a five year contract, which I know a lot of running backs ask for, it's like then you're a ten year veteran. How many running backs make it to year ten? Not very many. So you have to look at that, and you look at a two or a three year incentive laden deal with a nice bonus up front. To your point about the fourteen mil per year. And then you could be in shape there. So, so we'll see what they do. I just get the sense, could be completely wrong, call it a hunch. I just don't see the Raiders giving him a new deal before July 17th. So then there'll be that little bit of nervous period between July 17th and when camp rolls around and we're watching as guys walk through the door. If he's not there, then there's an issue. And if he is there, is he playing? Is he participating to your point about uh, holding in. So we'll see how it all goes down. I know fans are concerned. I wouldn't be too concerned yet. Wait till camp. And then we'll come back to the subject and talk about it, unless they do something in between now and then, Mo. I will say this. Josh Jacobs is very vocal on his social media, his IG, (laughs) his Twitter, his Instagram, his Twitter. Watch his Instagram and Twitter over the next few weeks, and you'll get to know how he's feeling. Because sometimes he's very outspoken, and, and and he winds up either deleting the tweet or pulling something back or he, maybe he won't. And maybe he'll just leave it out there. But I, I think it's worth noting, you know, how he's feeling about this team and where he stands with the organization. But I think when it comes down to, as you said, I think he's going to have to report. I think he's going to hold in and mm-hmm. then eventually he's going to have to give in because I, like you, I don't see Josh McDaniels giving a running back a ton of money because that's just how he hasn't operated. Well, the Patriots no. haven't operated that way. He comes from that Patriots think tree so i i would think that he's going to operate in a similar fashion absolutely well there you go discussion on josh jacobs when we come back we're going to get to your questions one of our favorite times of the week that is the raider nation mailbag he is mo i am scott this is silver and black today an odyssey original podcast we'll be right back <laughs> 